Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Earlier in the day, we had a news update about Sasha Banks and uh, Naomi and that whole situation and the backstage reaction that is available right now. Everywhere we broadcast on the YouTube and all the audio outlets as well. On tonight's episode, of course, we're talking about AEW Dynamite. If I'm not mistaken, we've got one more Dynamite before Double or Nothing. And a lot of stuff is starting to take shape. We've got uh, uh, the Owen Tournament, both the men and the women. That's taken shape. Uh, we've got uh, uh, an escalation, if you will, of Hangman versus Punk. Uh, we had uh, the first of MJF's uh, trials or whatever mm -hmm. he's calling them for Wardlow, which I thought was a very inventive twist on that concept, the thing that we've seen before. Yes. Uh, but uh, first, let's talk about this. We were wondering earlier today, we've been wondering about this for weeks now, who Ooh. would be Ooh. the Jokers? And we had our answer tonight. We did. Show. So uh, uh, Smojo faced off against his Joker uh, to open the show. And it was none other than Johnny... Elite, elite. Course, John elite. Morrison, right? Uh, John Johnny Mundo and Lucha Underground. Uh, yeah, um, 
I don't know. I was pretty happy to see uh, 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 John Morrison. I was very happy to see John Morrison. I think he's terrific. Um, I think that he still wrestles like he's 22 years old. Um, but with, you know, uh, 20 years added to that mind of his, yep. he is absolutely phenomenal. And, of course, he's the kind of guy who can come in, give you a phenomenal match, and it doesn't really matter if he loses. Nope. You know? Nope. Like, he's he's he is probably wrestling's top journeyman and has been. Ha- what did that whole spell before his return to WWE wrestling where he was – he was doing this stuff. He was going to Lucha Underground, and he was, uh, what, Johnny Mundo there. Yeah, and he and, was a AAA. Uh, he was a mega champion. Right, Of course, yeah. he was an Impact for a spell. He was wrestling all Johnny over the Johnny Impact, and he'd always put the company's name, and he's still doing it. He's got a match coming up in uh, GCW as Johnny Game Changer, great. which is, is pretty awesome. So, no, I thought he had a phenomenal match with Samoa Joe. Um, a lot of people were thinking, well, Joe's in this feud with Jay Lethal. I don't know if they're going to wonk any finishes uh, 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 in this thing, well, um, maybe in the final because I kind of feel like it will be Adam Cole, Samoa Joe in the final, and then uh, uh, Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, or Satnam Singh, or all three of them will cost Joe his match in the finals uh, when he's on the precipice of winning the Owen tournament. That'll kick things up a notch uh, for their feud. Um, uh, Britt Baker, she also faced a Joker tonight. Uh, that Joker, Maki Ito, great to see her back. She is wildly entertaining. Um, I know she's got some some other uh, uh, dates scheduled here in the states uh, in this during the rest of this month. Uh, hopefully, we get to see her in AEW again as well. Great thing about Maki Ito, and it's something that I don't, I have no idea if AEW ever offered her a spot, if she wanted a spot. It was, you know, during the pandemic, there was a bunch of weird shit going on with. You know, visas and travel restrictions, stuff like that. So who knows if that's a situation that could be more uh, that, that that could take place, her signing with the company if it's something everybody wanted. But uh, one consideration, I was in my living room. I always like telling these anecdotal stories here. I was in my uh, my living room and uh, Bama was there, my mm-hmm. kid, my seven year old. She's writing her journal or whatever, her manifesto, I guess, and uh, wasn't paying one lick of an attention. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the Jericho Appreciation Society thing was going on. She did not care. She was not interested in gang warfare, Larson. Mm. But and she got up right after Britt Baker made her entrance. Mm-hmm. As soon as Maki Ito hit the screen and was doing, you know, her song and everything, Bama stopped at her tracks and just started staring. She was just mesmerized by this character. So I don't know. I know Mackie, you know, it isn't exactly a G rated or a PG rated character, but uh, at least my child was transfixed because she is she is hilarious mm-hmm. and she is like a cartoon character mm-hmm. and uh, and she is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun to see Mackie, you back I, in a W. I did like that. They referenced her history with Brit as well. About a year ago, they had a tag mm-hmm. match yeah. revolution. Uh, the opening of the bout was a lot of fun. I mean, the whole ma- mm-hmm. match was fun, but especially the opening where they were like, oh, we're going to do a, a, a kind of like a finger poke of doom thing. Nope. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was it was a pretty fun opening to that match. Uh, let's give an Owen Hart tournament update here real quick. So we mentioned Samoa Joe advanced, as did Kyle O'Reilly. They're going to face off in the semifinals on the left side of the bracket. Adam Cole defeated Jeff Hardy. In their semifinal match, he's on his way to the finals. And then Britt Baker, she defeated Maki Ito. She's going to face Tony Storm 
in the semifinal. I believe that's also on the left side of the bracket. Uh, of course, we have Red Velvet versus Chris Statlander. I believe that's happening on Rampage. Winner of that bout faces Ruby Soho. Um, I would imagine Red Velvet's going to win that bout, mm-hmm. uh, probably due to some interference from Jade Cargill, therefore setting up maybe Statlander versus Cargill for the mm-hmm. TBS title at double or nothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it kind of feels like Ruby's probably going to make it to the finals. Yeah. Very likely. Yeah. Yeah. I know Tony Storm's already pinned Brit mm-hmm. in the tag match a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. So that match is more of a coin flip. Yeah, Brit's going to win the entire thing, as is Adam Cole. That's their that's 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 how it's going to go. <laughs> I mean, that's good. They they sort of telegraphed this from the very beginning when they put Britt Baker. I mean, she's they they have you know obviously she was women's champion. Yeah, they want to keep her. She is a cornerstone of the company. Um, as she is the biggest you know, thing. I'll, I'll say this: I'm I'm pretty sure that Adam Cole's winning it, like ninety five percent. I'm less yeah. sure about Britt Baker just because she just came off a title reign. Yeah, where she had the belt for a long time. Ruby getting a win over Britt would be huge for Ruby and launch her into up to another level after not being on TV for a while. Really, kind of feel like I don't see her being on TV after this though. Well, if she like, wins, I don't know Britt. Like if 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 you have Britt, there's look, man. There's limited space. <laughs> there's there's limited space. It's either going to be Ruby or Tony on TV as a good guy. Britt's going to be on TV regardless. And now she it's going to be her and Adam Cole. Absolutely. Because the crowd loves the crowd loves both of them. They can try to be bad guys as much as they want, but the crowd loves both of them. And on top of that, it's just a great story for them as like, you know, a real life couple that they have actually referenced on TV in a way that's so much less cringy than when WWE tried to do like Seth and Becky, for example. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but no. Yeah, no, it's it's a, a thousand percent. Ruby. Ruby doesn't have that. She ain't got that thing. That that Brit has, and, and honestly, I'll be honest with you. I think she possesses it. Yeah, she does have it. AEW has not featured it at all. And we'll be, I'll be honest with you. Brit does have. I mean, as a promo, as a character, she's much more well developed than. The yeah, Ruby. yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. Um, but you give but, you give uh, you give Ruby this win in this tournament. Then there's a there's an avenue by which you can start developing that character. Well, there's an avenue already. It's called Dark and Elevation. Well, no, I'm saying on Dynamite and Rampage because I know man, I want to see her on on cable television on a more regular basis. Uh, I agree. I look. I love. I love Ruby Soho. I think she's phenomenal. I think she's really good. It's just Britt Baker is like somebody here in chat. What is this? Uh, Maggie says Britt is a Tony Khan is what Brock Lesnar is to Vince McMahon. Tony Khan loves Britt Baker. I understand that. I understand. That's that. why she's gonna win. We'll see. Uh, I'm not saying she's not. I'm not saying it's a certainty. Uh, we had a lot of good wrestling tonight on Dynamite. We had two stellar matches. Absolutely stellar. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Ray Phoenix in an Owen tournament match. Kyle O'Reilly's poor chest. Hamburger. Oh, my God. So my, my, uh, my TBS feed through, like, the streaming, like, the Chromecast thing, right? It's like an odd. It's got, like, it's, like, oversaturated. It's weird. Mm. Oh, when, okay. When, yeah, 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 yeah. Does yours do that, too? I mean, I don't know. I, his, his chest looked like it was beat red. 
it was like nuclear. It was like radioactive afterwards. I was like, oh, in real life, that probably looks really, really bad. But on my TV, it's like not color safe red. Yeah, yeah it was beat to hell. I was kind of bummed out. That was a phenomenal match. It was a really fun match, yeah. Kind of bummed out with the finish. I really want to see. I, Phoenix is like one of my favorite guys. Too. Yeah, I know. Ray Phoenix is, is an exceptional wrestler. I, I would have been really happy to see him win. Um, yeah. And then we got uh, Hagman Page versus uh, Kanosuke uh, Takeshita. Uh, Takeshita has been doing a lot of good work. He had a really good match against Jay Lethal on Rampage. Holy shit, this match was awesome. Awesome. Holy shit is correct. This match was phenomenal. (laughs) Not to use the same word twice, man, but I can't say enough good things. I only have two major problems with this Larson. probably three because that stalling German suplex Takeshita did to Page towards the end was rough too. Bro! Those two, like the first, what was, the first one was Takeshita to Hangman. No, it was the other no, way around. it was the other way. It was Hangman to to Takeshita, and he he got like almost square on his head. And I think he sort of, you know, he guzzled to the side, so he gets his shoulder there. He, but sometimes, like like Page did this. He yeah, landed. he put his arm. But up. still, I know. I it know. was the highest angle German sl- suplexes. I even texted him. I said, are these guys just trolling me? Because I know I hate those kind of German they did suplexes. It, they did it just for you. Just for me. Just for you. Just to, to make you squirm while you're sitting there watching. Dynamite. Oh, I couldn't. I had to, oh, I, I I had my pearls in my hands. I was clutching them oh. so hard. Were you totaling <laughs> some tea, Steve? I, I was. I was. I was teetotaling. Um, and, then, and then, yeah, but no, look. That Takeshita fella, he's going to be huge. Yeah, he is. This guy, number one, he's physically a large guy. Yeah. Just magnificent looking. A million bucks in the ring already. Yeah. And he's young. He's 20. I think they said he was 26. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah, he is. He was he was amazing tonight. And, of course, Hangman does the thing. He went for um uh, uh the, the buckshot. The punk shot, as it's now being referred to by mm-hmm, CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes for a little bit early. Uh, Takesh is able to dodge that. And then uh, Hangman hits him with it later on and then looks down and Punk's like, why, why isn't he taking advantage? He's got he's to pin him. And he looks down. He gets him up for a for a GTS. Mm-hmm. And he hits that. And then he and pins Punk's him. Punk's laughing. He's laughing and about he, it. He laughs, but there's a little bit of like, ah, ha, 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 Yeah, it's laughing, you know? laughing to make himself feel better. Right, exactly. He's like, yeah. oh, I love it. I love it. I don't think you do, Punk. Yeah. I don't think you yeah, do. I don't think you do, Phil. How do you tell you us do. how you really feel? Yeah, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. So Dynamite began with Samoa Joe versus the Joker, Johnny Joker, Johnny Elite. So uh, Johnny Elite, Genuine Joker products or Brand X? Oh, since day one, Genuine Joker genuine product. Genuine Joker products, exactly. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah, there were, there was no... Uh, there are some brand X segments tonight, Larson, but yes. uh, the Jokers were all genuine Joker, Joker products. products. Indeed, indeed. This was a physical match. Like it started out where Joe's looking for a lockup, and mm-hmm. then like at the last possible second, it felt like uh, Johnny Elite like kind of stiffed him with the form, and so mm-hmm. it, the the match felt a little chippy to start. 
And Joe oh, was yeah. really laying in the chops. Really oh, yeah, laying in the time. chops. Big time. Really laying the chops. Um, uh, Joe got the win. So uh, uh, Morrison, he goes up top for a starship pain. Uh, he goes for it. Joe gets the knees up. He just starts hitting Johnny Elite with a bunch of strikes. Just puts him on the top rope. Bang. Muscle buster to get the W. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much as soon as the bell rings, Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt run down to the ring to attack Joe. Satnam Singh, taking his time, follows, yeah. Yeah. gets to the ring. He holds up Joe while Lethal blasts him with a pipe. And then Best Friends and Rocky Romero run to the ring with some chairs to make the save. Mm-hmm. Always looking for another best friend, those best friends. They are. They are now but, the Wheel of uh, Utah. Yeah, he's out. gone. Not a they best a, friend. They open a, a spot open. They're like, uh, hey, Joe, we'll be our friend. Be our friend. Tell, tell me, me you're my friend. Yes, tell me you're my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, Hardy's interview. So Jeff has miraculously been medically cleared. Uh, although the other on the, the other whole hand, time, probably- he, the whole time he's at the trainer's table doing this. <sighs> well, I mean, come on. This is the same guy who cleared his brother after clearly he was concussed two years ago. Yeah. I think it was that double or nothing also. I think it was all out two years ago. It was all out. Okay. So anyways, he's like, yeah, I feel fine. Uh, he says the adrenaline gets pumping when I get out there. So the young bucks come in. And they're like, uh, man, you scared us to death. They're being all snarky. You scared yeah. us to death last week, Jeff. He says, you don't have to do this, man. You got to think about your friends and family. You're beat up. You've been doing this for 30 years. Maybe take the night off. Otherwise, Cole's going to beat you up, nerd. Yeah. And Jeff's like, hey, shut up. And he says, I got a tournament to win. And Matt calls the, the Bucks hardy cosplayers. And he says, if we if you interfere in Jeff's match, I thought he was going to say you're going to be deleted, but he just said, we're going to beat your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. There. Uh, then we got uh, Takeshita versus Paige. Uh, CM Punk joins commentary wearing an absolute incredible shirt. Oh, yeah, it was Absolutely awesome. incredible. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, and, man, just physical, physical, brutal match. Uh, Hangman Page is put, putting on awesome match after awesome match after awesome match for the entirety of his championship reign. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it comes to an end, double or nothing, don't think it is. But if it does, um, I think people are really going to look back at it. And and it didn't have the showy story bits, you know. But man, in terms of putting in awesome uh, work in the ring, nothing to complain about. Absolutely this nothing. Is, this was great. It was yep. awesome. Let me ask you something. Sure. On a scale of 1 to 10, let's say, I know there's a lot. There's probably going to be like 16 matches. Um, oh, but, double or nothing? <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a lot of matches. I know. I know. On a scale of, let's say, 1 to 10, how uh, 10 being most confident in a hangman mm-hmm. uh, victory, where where does your confidence lie right now? Right now, it's probably about a 6 or 7. That low, mm-hmm. interest. Wow, I got. I'm like basically at a nine at this point, mm-hmm. only because there's probably like a Jade Cargill match, you know? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, like Thunder Rosa is going to beat Sarita Deeb. That's going to happen. Yeah, but I got more confidence on 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 Jade. Serena Deeb in the ring has been doing really good work. Oh. I'd actually, I wouldn't mind seeing her tap out Thunder Rosa. I think it'd be kind of cool to be honest with you. But uh, but no, Jade's. To- if Jade has a match, she's totally going to be my oh, ten thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Hangman's. I was surprised. I saw some. You know, just I don't know. I think somebody put like one of the other wrestling YouTubers or somebody put up a poll. I don't know if it was Sean or I don't know who it was. Somebody put up a poll said, "Hey, where do you where do you guys stand on this?" 
And like it was like, I don't know, 58% or 62% people thought that Punk was going to win. Mm, I, don't I, think, like, I don't think Phil's really? going to win. But I'm not like 100% confident that Paige is going to retain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty I sure. Definitely. I mean, I think a six or seven is still pretty sure. I, yeah. Now that's, well, six is, you know, that's pretty low, man. That's like almost that's one away from a five. <laughs> Which is a toss up, but that's point. still, but it's not. It's one one, yeah. one above a toss up, toss up potentially two. <laughs> Which is if you get two above toss up, that's definitely not toss up territory. Yeah. Don't try well, to get Brent Hart said his his lowest score was his promo, which was an eight out of ten. He said, that's, "Oh, you like a six or an eight? Whoa, there's a lot. The big difference. That's there a huge difference there, Brett. <laughs> Brett. Anyways, we we could go through the the the, the beats of this match, but just go watch it because it's phenomenal. go watch it phenomenal. Go watch it phenomenal. So. Uh, towards the end to catch the hits of German suplex. Uh, but he can't fall up because he's selling his neck because Hangman hit him with like a really stiff-looking tombstone earlier in the bout. <laughs> yeah, right. And he, he sold that great because rather than just going straight for his neck, he's like, ah, oh, I can't feel oh, my I arm. Know. Yeah. He's selling the stinker. And hopefully he's it's, just selling, you know? It's funny, too, because like uh, uh, the ref, uh, uh, Aubrey, she goes down there, and you know what they do? They like squeeze the hand, yeah, 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 to make sure you're okay. Well, he, I, maybe she was like, and I don't know if there's like a language, a bit of a language barrier there. I'm not sure, you know, what his English is like or not. But uh, you know, there's a universal language of wrestling. He like squeezed the shit out of her arm, like I'm fine, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm good, yeah, yeah. And uh, so yeah, tough dude, but god dang, it was a man, it's a good sell. Woo. Yeah, no. So uh, he gets up. He goes for his jumping knee. Page blocks that. So Takeshita hits a forearm. He's looking for a flying lariat, which he had hit earlier. Page counters that with a forearm. He puts Takeshita on the top rope. He's looking for that moonsault power slam he does. Instead, uh, Takeshita hits a lariat off there. Page pretty much no-sells. Hits the buckshot. GTS for the win. And, and Punk is like, oh, yeah, I love it. I love it. This is great. Like it's great. It's like awesome. Trying to convince himself that's the case. So, so cool. He gets he leaves commentary and he stands on the ramp and stares at Paige. And so they kind of stare and we talk trash back and forth a bit at Paige. So the crowd's like at, like firmly behind Punk. They're chanting CM mm-hmm. Punk. So Paige yeah. walks out of the ring, up the ramp, holds the title. Punk walks down the ramp to get a little bit closer to Paige, and he holds his arms out, and so the crowd starts chanting CM Punk. Um, and then Paige just kind of circles him a little bit uh-huh. and then kind of pushes past him and walks backstage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then I noticed that Paige was really playing and preening to the crowd a lot more in this match than he does usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Like he hit right. a move really play to the crowd. I wonder, like, how much do you think that uh, we're going to get a little bit of heel hangman uh, in this match? It's entirely possible. It's kind of, they haven't really focused on the aspect of Good guys, bad guys. Well, no, Paige being, you know, a day one AEW guy mm-hmm. and working his way up to being the champ, whereas Phil hasn't even been there a year. Mm-hmm, yeah. And here he is trying to, to to knock Paige off the top of the mountain when Paige is like one of the founding fathers of AEW. And that, well, that, that story yeah. is kind of implied. Mm-hmm, yeah. But it hasn't really been text. It's been more subtext. Feels like they're they're more going around. Like we've talked about this. Hangman's been through the ringer. Like he's when he when you go through a Texas death match with both Archer and then Adam Cole, yeah. Um, you're gonna have you're gonna get a little nasty attitude, you know, and I like that about this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like being champion makes you hard, you yeah. know? It, yeah. it it makes you leathery. Mm-hmm. And uh and I think that's kind of the thing. It's like, oh man, I don't want some guy who's just happy to be here. Some old dude's going to come in here. Yeah, like you said, he's been here in AEW since day one. He's 
scratched and clawed and uh and people sort of count him out every time because he's up against these other more well-known like you know br- the the uh brian daniels of the day <laughs> can we just can we pause here for a moment and talk about brian daniel for a moment jr just signed a new contract extension or a new contract or whatever it is for like another year he's a mess he is He's an absolute mess. I can't even say one of the things that he said tonight for fear of getting us canceled. I can't pay he attention. He says shit like every week, man. I, know. I can't pay attention to commentary as much as I would like to because I have to tune him out. Otherwise, it lessens my enjoyment of the show. I think Excalibur is really good at his job. Yeah. He's really good. Shivani, really good. Yeah. And then there's Taz JR. Taz is really good. Taz yeah, is great. Then, and then there's yeah. JR. He doesn't offer a whole lot. No, man. Honestly, like I get, like you said, I hate this. And there's, there's, there's a train wreck entertainment element to it, but too often it like, it just makes me face palm. I know. Me too. Me too. Like my, like smack dab in the middle. I'm not even going to say it in the middle of the hangman, uh, uh, to match. He said something similar to what he said about Ikaru Shida. It's like, bro, are you not, is nobody talking to this guy about this kind of shit backstage? Anyways, somebody needs to talk to him. I know. Somebody needs to. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now. All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. After that, we had Swerve Strickland. And, oh, well, sorry, no, we had no, a promo. No, no. We got Dark Order, Fuego, video package. Fuego's not giving up on uh, Take It Down House of Black. <laughs> I've given up on Fuego, Larson. How Move dare you? Stuff. How dare I've you give up on Fuego? On. How dare you I've give up on, on Fuego? The Moxie He's you not. have given up on Fuego. How dare you? The How Moxie dare you? I have. The Moxie you have for not having given up on him. He's got backup. He's got the Dark Order, namely Evil Uno and Ten. They challenge House of Black to a match this Friday on Rampage. They're all nerds. They need to go outside, Larson. Wow. Yeah, they're going to get murdered on a rampage. Yeah, they are. They're going to get beat real bad. 
Real bad. <laughs> Real bad. Uh, then we had my dudes, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee, versus a bunch of nerds, the workhorsemen, staples of Dark and Elevation. Mm-hmm. I did appreciate this, though, with the Drake uh, chopping uh, Lee, and then Lee just annihilating J.D. Drake with that double yeah, chop. Yeah, J.D. Drake awesome. didn't, didn't appreciate Keith Lee basking in his glory. Did not appreciate that. No, man. That. No. Uh-uh. But then he got chopped, uh, so. Yeah. So uh, Swerve hits. Uh, uh, so this, they do the dub, the combo finish where Swerve and Lee hit the top rope double stomp slash power bomb combo thing to get the win here. Afterwards, uh, Keith Lee grabs a mic. He says, uh, uh, "It turns out," he said, "I've got some wonderful news. It turns out with that victory, we've become a top five ranked tag team." And with that, and then he's interrupted by Hobbs and Starks. Talk about Starks. Is I, I don't know, look, man. I don't know why. Uh, uh, Swerve and then Christian think and Swerve's he, look he's a handsome man he's a dapper dresser he's, he's, a, he's a fashionable dresser yeah but nobody is the dresser that Ricky Starks is so I, I don't think it was denim it looked too lightweight to be denim but I don't think it was linen either it was yeah, somewhere in between yeah, yeah part of me when I saw it I was like is that terry cloth no 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 <laughs> it wasn't that be- it wasn't that it was more in line with denim or, or linen be kind of uh, awesome if it was Terry. Cloth, it would be though. great. It didn't look as sumptuous as Terry Cloth or Velvet would be. So oh, he's got a so he had a smooth. matching so like soft. short sleeve button up short set. Yeah. Um. I I don't know what the material was though, but it looked comfy. Yeah. Oh man, he's he's an immaculate human being. I tell yeah. you what. Yeah. And then and then these guys, this nerd dad Christian comes out and like clowns what he's wearing. Even Swerve says you're you're disrespecting our industry of wearing this. I'm like, what are you talking about? Get out of here with that. He looks amazing. I wish he'd wrestle like that, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how functional it is as wrestling attire, but it looked great. Um, so, uh, yeah, Starks and Hobbs come out. Uh, Starks calls Swerve and Lee selfish because they think they deserve a tag title shot when they're standing right there and have already issued a challenge. Uh, Swerve grabs the mic. He's interrupted by Jurassic Express. Christian says, hey, Ricky Starks, you're a smart guy. Just need you, re- you just need to realize when to shut up. You have the FTW title. But now you think you're worthy of a real championship. It says, uh, y'all think you're the best. Jurassic Express, they're the best. So we're going to be the ones to issue the challenge, triple threat, tag, t- tag team title match at double or nothing. And Cage says, oh, I have another idea. I want Jungle Boy to get his win back over Starks, but I also want him to get a win over the guy who cost him his match. Mm-hmm, so he proposes yeah. Jungle Boy versus Starks versus Swerve next week on Dynamite. That is correct. That should be a fun one. That should be a good one. Um, after that, we had uh, Chris Statlander, who is completely, I know she had pretty much dropped it, but like uh, uh, she has completely ditched that alien. There's yeah. no remnant of it no whatsoever. No longer extraterrestrial, no. Right, which is kind of a bummer now. She's uh, just sort of a badass, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, Velvet saying, hey, you know what? I know we saved each other in the past, but that ship has sailed. Things are different, and I'm going to win this whole thing. Chris says, yeah, you've changed. Or she says, I've changed, and you've definitely changed. She says, I wasn't in the tournament initially, so I'm not wasting this opportunity. She said, this is nothing personal. It's just business. And then Jade Cargill steps in and immediately, like, you can't see anybody else. It's like she looks like a million bucks, and it's like there are other people on the screen right now? I can't tell. Uh, she says, Velvet tricked Chris into thinking they were. She was like, oh, it's so funny, Velvet, how you trick Chris into thinking you guys are friends. She says, but uh, uh, Velvet needed a real leader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then we got Wardlow receiving his 10 lashes. So MJF and Sean Spears come to the ring first. Uh, and, you know, he pretty much just says, hey, Wardlow, if you put your hands on me during the segment, 
match double or nothing it's off it's off and you'll never get an AEW contract so Wardlow is escorted to the ring by security as soon as he gets in he spits in uh, MGF spits in his face he's trying Oof. to get Wardlow to hit him match will be off and then he starts he takes his belt off starts uh, lashing Wardlow after the first shot Wardlow just smiles he just uh, chuckles yeah. so condescendingly. And it was I was like, oh, shit, that's what they're going to do here? That's yeah, brilliant. It is. That it's, is absolutely brilliant. And it makes all the sense in the world. This it really is, does. so big. I know, you know, he's massive. So Wardlow, sorry, MJF hits him again. Wardlow doesn't budge. And so this just pisses off MJF. He starts unleashing a bunch of shots. Like five in a row. So yeah, he's five up to or like six eight or something. Yeah. yeah. And Wardlow no-sells every single one of them. So MJF loses his mind. So Spears takes him to the corner, calms him down. He takes the belt. He takes the swing. Wardlow still no sells. Mm-hmm. MJF hits him with the ninth, and that one he feels because it was a little higher too. It was yeah, like it was wasn't. It was neck. like sort of around the neck here. Yeah, and so it, you know he sort of flinched and. But I and like that because it's like it's like you know, hey, he's here. He's basically a superhero, mm-hmm. but he's not invulnerable. Right? Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. As the last part of this segment, exactly. Totally so the MJF yeah. sets up for the tenth, tenth lash. Instead, he kicks uh, uh, Wardlow in the front area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, 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 hits him with the belt, chokes him with it, takes out the dynamite diamond ring, punches Wardlow with it, and then Spears hits Wardlow with the C4. MJF counts the pinfall because he's the guest ref when Spears and Wardlow have their cage match. Correct. Yeah, I thought this was a really effective segment. Mm-hmm. And again, with these MJF Wardlow things, they're as efficient as possible. That's a big change from what they used to do with MJF. I know. Uh, Jericho Appreciation Society should take note. They really should because they're they're the the segment now that runs way too long. and like dude that might be we'll get to it when we get to it well it's I guess it's right after these two bits so we had a Rapungi Rapungi Knights Rapungi Vice promo eat chips every night let's left my barbecue chips here that's good man little kids ball I love it uh, that's no, called discipline there buddy Santa Claus there oh look at that little Santa Claus is a big old Bag of shit. He's running away it's from those drum. kids or something. He's got a drum. Now it looks like a bag of stuff. Well, it's a drum, I tell you, Steve. There's a snowman. There's a reindeer. <laughs> Since when is he a drummer? Don't make any sense. I don't, I don't know. I recall any fucking Santa Claus songs where he's a drummer. This is quite obviously bowl, a drum. I that, see the drumstick he has in his hand. What are you questioning me not, for? That bowl is not canon, man. Anyways, you want to say the last word on that one? <laughs> No, Christmas is what you make it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> that was my favorite line in Deadwood. I guess we were doing a rewatch ages ago. Cy Tolliver and uh, what's the crazy serial killer guy? Uh, um, to- um, I found this on the web. Shut up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Ty Tolliver says, I find in my line of business certain cocksuckers need to get the last word in. <laughs> Go ahead. So anyways, I'll probably bleep that out. Trent says they're back full time uh, and looking for to make a statement. Rocky says one step is going after Ring of Honor tag titles. Step two, uh, IWGP tag titles. Step three. I'm going to bleep that out. I got I to gotta make note of it, so I do it too. Yeah, I'm going to bleep it out. Good. 3149, sea sucker. <laughs> step three, the AEW tag titles. Trent uh, challenges FTR to a tag, the Ring of Honor tag title match. Oh yeah, um, is that going to happen? Is that on Dynamite? Or they didn't Ram say what it was going. They didn't say it was going to okay. happen. And then uh, says, I know Brett would accept. Yeah, no, no, he's Ooh. not. He's like sixty-five years old. He ain't accepting nothing these days. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he would. 
then we got Kyle O'Reilly versus Ray Phoenix Owen tournament bout. This was exceptional. Again, mm-hmm. Kyle O'Reilly's chest is hamburger. Hamburger. Oh my god, it was hamburger. Yeah. Oof, yeah. Uh, that was rough, dude. Kyle going after the arm that Phoenix injured, the left arm. And uh, when that came into play in the finish, um, so they do the bit where they hit kicks on each other, they fall, they get up, they hit some slaps or chops, fall again. Kyle O'Reilly's looking for a Kimura, transitions to an arm bar. Phoenix escapes that, hits a kick. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, O'Reilly responds with an axe kick, a forearm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoenix kips up, hits a super kick. So Kyle O'Reilly tumbles to the apron. Phoenix hits him with the step-up Rana. He's looking for the rolling cutter. Uh, and then Kyle O'Reilly counters with an arm bar attempt. Phoenix tries to lock his hands to block it. Uh, eventually, though, Kyle O'Reilly breaks the grip, and pretty much immediately Phoenix has to tap. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's... It, they're telling a story there that goes back to the injury, so it's it's I get it. Love to see no, Phoenix it's great, win, but I get it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it was a phenomenal match, and I like that. I like I kind of like I mean story wise, Kyle O'Reilly going up against Samoa Joe with Adam Cole on the other side of the bracket. Exactly. I think it's great. I think that's awesome. Yeah. The Angie's list you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's list is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Exactly. Uh, so anyways, after that, we had this incredibly long Jericho Appreciation Society, uh, Blackpool Combat Club, Santana Ortiz, Kingston. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Regal, his bit, efficient. He set it up. He took. He took a little bit. He took. He took a little bit of time to set up his 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 little punchline, and he did it, and it was done. It was just now, Jericho talking on. Okay, so let me on, ask you this. Let me ask you this. On is the is that the point though? You know, like one thing that that we've complained about that many people have complained it's about the is the twenty minute talking segments. Yes. No, I understand right. that. Is that? I mean, it's is there a better way to get that uh, that point across than because here's the thing: this went long. And then Jericho made it even longer. It was like he was trying his damnedest to elongate it. And here's another thing, too. So this started like, I don't know, quarter uh, past the hour, like 6.15. Mm-hmm. And it lasted all the way to 6.30. This is a 15-minute segment, if memory yeah. serves. So you have this really long bit. And you know you got two matches left on the show. You got Britt and Maki Ito. Mm-hmm. And then you got the main event. Jeff Hardy and Adam Cole. And so you see the minutes tick by as this thing just keeps going and going and going. You're thinking in my mind, okay, this this show is running late. Yeah, right. And yeah. time is going to have to be cut from mm. either or both the two matches remaining. Because let me ask you something. When they say they're going to let us uh, go as long as we want in this broadcast, because they mentioned that during the main event. They said, oh, we're going to go. But they it did. It finished like two minutes with two yeah, minutes two left minutes on the past clock. the hour. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, I think I think it ended. Didn't it end like two minutes before seven? 
I don't think they had think any the, overrun at oh, all. Oh, I thought the match ended like two minutes before so, and then the post uh, uh, post match angle went like a minute or, or so long. I could oh, be wrong. Okay, I could okay, be wrong. that you could you could be wrong. You could be right about that. No, but I could um, be wrong too. <laughs> yeah, who knows? You're wrong about the Santa Claus stuff. Um, <laughs> let me see that again. I'm not saying this is canon. This is a bowl. I think we were gifted, man. I'm sorry. I should not have just brought that up. That was so stupid of me. Yeah, it was stupid. Uh, what are you getting gifted. on me about a bowl? Oh, it was gifted. Yeah. Oh my God! You know, take that back, regift it. That's what I would do. I'd be oh. like, "What's this? What's this dollar store wrong Santa Claus story going on here?" Man, you got yeah, maybe know, you got to right? brush up on your Santa Claus history. Maybe he was a drummer. Was I don't really hobbies. know shit about him. Be honest with See, you. There you go. Bang! He was a drummer. Talking out my ass wouldn't be the first time. Uh, so, anyways, as you now we're we're making a statement on the Jericho Appreciation Society. We're taking this bit too long. I guess so. We got a yeah. bit. So. uh Oh, Let's wow. do the clip. Try to do the clip. I'll try. Right, so. I'll try. So uh, so Danielson, Mox, Kingston, Santana, Ortiz, they all come out with Regal. So uh, the JAS, they come out to the top of the ramp. Uh, Parker cuts off the song. Says there's going to be no pyro, no Judas, no sing-along tonight. Uh, Jericho gets on the fans about cheering when they got attacked last week when all they want to do is sing along to his song. Crowd ends up to singing Judas anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jericho's like, I, you know, I, I after the beatdown last week, I got to thinking about who orchestrated it. Yes, my old friend Regal. And then he proceeds to talk shit about Regal for about 10 minutes. Oh, it was forever, yeah. And, I mean, you know, he hit all the all the the greatest hits, you know, basically said, you could have been something really big, but instead you were just an addict. Yes. And then he, he says, and look at who you surround yourself with now. And he runs down everybody. And he does kind of a piss-poor job about it. He like, does, but I guess the one thing that was somewhat effective was – uh, talking about Danielson and having an issue with Eddie Kingston because that came into right. play later on. Um, yeah. and, but he makes reference to uh, 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 Santana Ortiz, all the success they have in AEW is because of him. Uh, again, the stuff with Kingston and his wife. He calls uh, Danielson a nerd. So you've never mm-hmm. drank or taken any drugs in your life. Yet you're hanging around with this crew. You're probably going to end up taking drugs and drinking whiskey. And he says you probably have to do a program like Mox did Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he finishes by telling Regal, stay on my business or I'll throw a fireball in your face. Maybe I'll piss in your tea again. Mm-hmm. So then Regal says, you know, ever since I met you in 1997, whenever we're on the same show, when I'm not wrestling, there's one thing that keeps me going. And that's, I'll go into your locker room. I'll go into your luggage. I'll get into your toiletries and I'll take your toothbrush and I'll stick it up my bottom. So that sends Garcia going. And uh, and he says, "Oh, you're so disgusting!" And he says, "Really, I did it to you last week, Flower <laughs> Sunflower. I think I'm Sunflower." Oh my and, gosh! Uh, Jericho's like, "Oh, you know, you want to get a fight?" I love, I do love this line from Regal though. This cracked me up big time. He says, "I've had to listen to your annoying voice, and the only thing that can make me more sick to my stomach are the screams from a burning orphanage," mm-hmm. <laughs> which is a horrible metaphor. It really is. It really. But is. it's so it's so great. So Jericho says, "All right, you you, you all want to fight." Then we'll do it in the match that we invented, Stadium Stampede. And as soon as those words leave his mouth, Mox is like, Mm-mm, nope, I'm not doing, doing that, that bullshit. I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> yeah. This situation calls for uh, Jericho appreciation Society getting their asses kicked in an arena full of screaming fans, five on five, and an anything goes match. So it's going to be pro wrestling versus sports entertainment. It's going to be the sport we love versus a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm, yeah. And that's yeah. what Jericho says. We accept, but hey, we're a well oiled machine. There's a lot of issue between all you guys. And that's what he points out. Where uh, uh, the beef, especially between Danielson and Eddie, where Danielson called Eddie lazy. Lazy, and Eddie, yeah. Uh, said that uh, uh, Danielson was an arrogant prick. 
mm-hmm. and that just sets both of them kind of off. They have this bit where they kind of shrug at each other, mm-hmm. and Eddie's like, "All right, I'm not waiting. Let's fight now." So JAS takes a step towards the ring. Jericho says, "Forget it," and Eddie says, "Well, fine. Let's go and get a fight." And it's about to, as he's about to leave the ring, Brian Danielson steps in front of him. And they start shoving each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then Mox kind of makes a half-ass attempt to like keep him apart. Um, so yeah, there's uh, there's discord between these guys. Um, but yeah, it was it was just a really long segment. It was uh, really long. After that, we had some best friends, Matt Seidel and Dante Martin. Uh, they had a quick promo, and <clears throat> they said, man, these guys got a lot of problems. And uh, they're challenging Blackpool Combat Club to a match of some sort on Rampage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we had Britt Baker versus Maki Ito. Of course, they, uh, Maki Ito gives Britt a big hug as the match is about to start. And then she lays down like she's going to do the finger poke of doom thing. She's going to eat the pin. And then Britt goes down to pin her, and she rolls her up instead, gets a two. That doesn't work. All sorts of awesome stuff in this match. We had an awesome middle finger spot where she just puts it up right in front of Britt. That was pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and uh, she was able to avoid uh, one diving headbutt. She hit another diving headbutt. Maki Ito did. That on was Britt a fun Baker. Spot. Got two with that. Britt hits a super kick and then puts on Lockjaw to get the win. And then Tony Storm comes out to the ramp and talks a bunch of shit with Britt Baker. Yep. Uh, and then we have Tony Schiavone in the ring hyping up the three-year anniversary show next week. Three anniversary of, I guess, the first official AEW show, Double or Nothing 2019. Mm-hmm. He's interrupted by Serena Deeb. She says she's sick of hearing Tony talk. She heard what he said last week that she, that uh, when he was talking about in that video package that he predicted the Thunder Rosa was going to win. But she took it as, as you can't beat Thunder Rosa. And Tony says, no, that's not what I said. I thought Thunder Rosa would win. That doesn't mean you can't beat her. And Deep says, after all these years in the industry, it took one short interview to make yourself look like an idiot. And she said, I also saw uh, what Dustin had to say. So come on down to the ring. So Dustin Rhodes comes to the ring. And then uh, Deep calls him a poster boy, failure, calls him an idiot, says, JR might be the only one with brains around here. That's for sure debatable. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She says... (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure if that's... Yeah, go on. She says that she used to respect Dustin, uh, you know, because uh, she knew what he had to do to persevere in the business, and he knew what she had to do, and yet she got no respect. She says, I got breast implants just to satisfy some old perverts. I shaved my head, and still I got no respect. And she asks him, why did you say that I couldn't beat Thunder Rosa? And he says nothing. And she says, you can't answer because you don't have the balls. He says, when I beat Thunder Rosa and become champ, you're going to respect me. So this brings Thunder Rosa out. Mm-hmm. And so Deeb slaps Dustin. Thunder Rosa comes to the ring. Dustin holds her back. And while he, she's trying to like free herself to get mm-hmm. at, at Deeb, she ends up elbowing Dustin in the face. Uh, so uh, the D blasts Thunder Rosa with the title and walks up the ramp holding the belt. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, after that, we had our main event. It was really short on time. It was. Uh, but uh, but they, they gave us a lot. I mean, you can kind of tell like the ending was a bit truncated, I guess. And you, you know, they had Adam Cole attack Hardy during his entrance and gave him like mm-hmm. a minute to do the Adam Cole baby thing, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, in the end, uh, uh, Jeff Hardy goes up top for a swanton. He misses that, and then Cole's able to hit a boom for the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cole sets up for a super kick uh, on Matt, 
till he turns around. They jaw jack a bit. The Young Bucks hit the ring. They set up for a super kick, but they don't. And when the Hardys turn around, they, they, they stop themselves. And then Cole comes up, drops them both with a double clothesline. And then Sting and Darby make the save. And that brings out Redragon. They take out Darby with total elimination up on the ramp. Kyle O'Reilly hits uh, Sting with a chair. Sting no-sells that, grabs the chair from Kyle O'Reilly, just sort of chucks it right at his head. That was great. And then the Bucks super kick Sting, and then Cole puts the chair around Sting's ankle, and Kyle O'Reilly hits a knee off the second rope uh, to send us off. So the the elite, the undisputed elite stand tall there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and answer some questions. I've got a thread yeah. right here on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Got a bunch of bonus content there. Got all sorts of stuff going on over there. And it's a great way to help support going in raw. If you're not able to check out the show live, uh, that's why we have these question threads here. This one's not loading up. So I'm sure somebody here in our Twitch chat might have a question for us. Sure. Uh, I'll, sc- I'll scroll back a little bit. Oh, here we go. I, oh. I got him. Um, uh, Gregory Mullen wants to know, what team name would we give Swerve and Keith Lee? They don't have an official name, do they? No. That, uh, House of Limitless. Limitless Swerve. Limitless Swerve. Um, I'd call him uh, <laughs> Hit Row. Let's <laughs> have him use that name. I don't know. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I, I spent all my cleverness on that Santa Claus bit. I'm all out of clever right yeah, now. Yeah, I am too. I am too. That's a terrible name. Melek says bask in their realness. That's a terrible name. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, there Enforcer's you go. Got it. Strictly Enfor- business. Strictly business. That's, That's Strictly amazing. Business. Enforcer wins the day. That's the one. That's the one. Enforcer wins. Uh, Mayor Planet Houston, which of the 18 matches at Double or Nothing you're most looking forward to? <laughs> um, I, I got a question. Steve has a question. Yes, Steve. Which one? I'm probably looking forward to the Hangman Page match. Yeah, that'd be really good. Yeah, that, that the, the punk one. Um, so, like, typically at pay-per-views, there's all I'd have to go back and look at this. But, for example, last year's Double or Nothing is when Britt won the title. Yeah. Typically, there's a title change of some sort. Usually, that's how the schedule sort of aligns. Yeah, the tag titles. Oh, oh, you think it's going to be a tag titles this year? Could be. I mean, I, I don't see Paige losing. I don't see Thunder Rosa losing. Uh, granted, we Jade's definitely not going to lose. No, uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah, if if any titles change in hands, it's gonna be the tag titles. It seems like you might be right about that. So you got. I mean, it's, it's, put those titles on Keith Lee and Swerve. Ooh, them or Team Taz. <sighs> That's a hard choice. Either team would be better than Jurassic Express. Yeah, at this point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jorge D for one week. Tony Khan gives you guys Jr. Do every stream with the, uh, with the both of you ongoing in Raw. Uh, how does it go? Will Jr. be confused by the Smash? So could we do a thing where, like, mm-hmm. like I don't know. Mm. That'd just be I'd be on pins and needles the entire time. You know what like, we got to do, man. Look, here's the thing: the 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 vod. Nobody keep. We don't keep the vod. No. 
We'd we'd store it in the vault. Say so never air, never duplicate. We just said that we do a lot of shots and just let it roll. We would just let it roll. Just let him talk and talk and talk and talk. Yeah, well, it's the whole thing, you know. Yeah, we just have to. We just have to go with it, man. A one-time only deal. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Dave Matushek with Johnny Elite becoming all elite. Which Johnny, other than Gargano, do you want to see in the company? Um, not John Laurinaitis. No, not John Laurinaitis. Um. Are either of the Usos named John? I'd have to check. Or is one of them Joe? Oh, Utopian. Johnny Knoxville. Oh, that's good. That'd be good. I like that. That's That'd good. good. Wow, well, John in Knoxville. Jackass. Yeah. Uh, Black Mega Man. Do we see Claudio and or Gargano at Double or Nothing? I'd be surprised. I don't know in what... I mean, I don't know. It, I guess it wouldn't surprise if they did like. like what did they do with with Swerve when he showed up? He just showed up and they had they had a contract ready for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I I hope not. That's like my least favorite way to debut mm-hmm, a person. Mm-hmm. So Bear Winning says Jimmy is his real first name is Jonathan. Oh, oh, okay, okay. That's what Jimmy I thought. Uso. Jimmy Uso, yeah. Oh no, this is Dan Daniel, John Cena. Yeah, I suppose. Be John Cena. Be Peacemaker. Uh, Cornbread Haas says, okay, JR used to be good. What year JR should Quantum Leap into current JR's body? Oh, I don't know, like 90... 98, know. 99, 2000. I'd go, I'd go back to like 93. He and Heyman were good together. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean in their run like 99 or whatever that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were good. They were, that was one of my favorite teams. Um, Blake Whitehouse, Steve, what is something Larson could offer you that you'd be willing to take 10 lashes over that non-canon Santa bowl? Really? <laughs> no, that'd this be could be a collector's up. item because it's non-canon. I'd be kind of surprised if you would go all in on the lashes though. I went all in when that time I got to chop you. Oh, you did really? Well, like 90%. Yeah. Boy, that was soft. Get out of here. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, correctly, left a little bit of handprint on your chest. So, uh, then I had my shirt on. Mm-hmm. You didn't. There was no handprint on my chest. Brendan Monroe says, Just "Obviously, as much canon is Santa Claus playing drums, Steve." <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Uh, MJF's your pick to take the title off Wangman, but <laughs> but <laughs> who is five out of the box wrestlers you want to see that take the title off him? Fuego. Interesting. Cody Rhodes. That would be very out of the box. Wangman, Wangman has like a three-year run. Yeah. Um, um, Regal. Good. Uh, Daddy Magic. Daddy Magic. Oh, and then, of course, Jade Cargill. Yeah, Jade should, Jade's my number one. Yeah. Good. Good picks. Uh, Black Mega Man Larson, is there a pair of shoes you would take 10 lashes for? Probably not. Ooh, really? No. Nah. No? Come nah, on. There's so. gotta be a pair. No, no, I don't think so. I would. Which one? I'd take I don't know, but I'd find some really cool ones that I like. Mm. Some like so I see some they're like three hundred bucks, and I'm like, man, that's too much for me. Really? You just you take ten lashes for a three hundred dollar pair of kicks. I'll take ten lashings for three hundred dollars cash right now. Really? That's tempting. <laughs> no, that's horrible. Where's my belt? 
<laughs> oh no, <laughs> I gotta run. Uh, let's see here. Um, <laughs> let's do it tomorrow before we play basketball. No, yeah, before <laughs> exactly before we play basketball. Do it, do it to my hands. There you go. Yeah, your palms. Oh man, or, the, or your feet. How are you feeling in advance of tomorrow's season uh, opener? I haven't done shit all week. That's not true. I listed some weights, but I haven't done any like cardio or anything. Um, all right. Uh, so I'll be fine. I'll, my legs will be fresh. That's all that matters. Live and let live, man. All right. Anyways, that's gonna do it for us. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Um, no UK tomorrow. Um, or for the foreseeable future. <laughs> yeah, we'll see so, how it goes. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, that's Larson's way of saying, get your hopes up, but we'll, we're going to easy into this. <laughs> well, no, for me, it's really, it's, 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 if we'll not do it for a little bit, if, if we find I'm, we miss it, then maybe we'll go back to it. Who knows? You know how I am. Yeah, I know I how like you to are. rip that Band-Aid off. You Remember really when we got are. rid of the office and you were like, yeah, maybe we can find a little space. Like oh, I did that. I, the only reason I said that is because you were like at first kind of like anti-leaving office. So that was my middle oh, ground. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. But then I was very I, like by the time I got back from my run, I was like, I don't want to do that. You're like, no, really? We can do like a, you know, a smaller office. I, like, I thought I you were just trying to appease me. Oh, no, I was. No, I was. At that point, if you had changed your mind, it was too late. Okay, good. I had That's made up enough. my mind. I was like, I don't want the office anymore. Yeah, I didn't want it either. And at that point, I really would have preferred to have just taken a light to it than have to move all that shit out. But uh, but we moved all the shit out. We, we didn't did. burn it down. No, we didn't. Yeah. Uh, we are doing Smash Zone. Yes, and there will, be a numbers Smash don't lie. there will be Numbers Don't Lie tomorrow, too. And we're doing Numbers Don't Lie. Pro- I would say probably like 3 o'clock for Numbers Don't Lie. Yeah, 3 like Pacific. That. Something okay, like yeah, we'll do that. Just keep your notifications on. We will make an announcement yes. uh, on all of our socials, Indeed. on our Discord, uh, and uh, our YouTube community tab, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. White Brownies writes, is UK getting left behind like Discord? No, Discord is going to be the new thing, man. I'm cleaning house in there. Well, here's the thing, too. We're still going to watch UK. We're still going to cover it on the Friday oh, we're going to cover it. We're just we're not just doing not a live, live stream. Streaming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're, yeah, dang MQ. We're correct. We're going to still review it. Absolutely. At least for Mayor now. Planet Houston. Smash will not be an hour early. That's going to remain at 5 p.m. Pacific. Yes, in perpetuity, that's the schedule. Correct. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.